Father God, we exalt your name. We thank you for each and every opportunity to feast at your table. We count this as indeed our next privilege. Another privilege, O oh God, to hear from heaven, to be changed again. Heavenly Father, we ask, O oh God, that we do not waste this moment where grace is being allotted from heaven for our change, for our becoming. We praise your name and exalt you, God, for you are to be praised. We pray, O oh God, that the posture of our hearts reflect every external action or word that we may say, O oh God. May we bow before your throne. May we hallow your name in this day. May we reverence you. May great expectation fill our heart for the beholding of the Lamb. O Lamb of God. Thank you, God. And with ease and confidence, we come again to our next convention, knowing, O oh God, you who have been faithful to give us bread from heaven will break again, O oh God, the bread of life before us. We'll eat and we'll drink. We'll partake of that which is heavenly. Father, we know, O oh God, we are not following cunningly devised fables. But indeed, O oh God, by your mercy, we have found grace to hear from heaven. And we desire in our souls that which you give, O oh God, so generously from above. Help every heart to partake. Let none, O oh God, be cut off. My prayer before you is that none of us be cut off from this administration of your grace. May we all enter. Father, when the count is given, O oh God, may every righteous soul that has gathered at this table both partake and be taken up and find rest with you. Thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness, for your faithfulness, for your faithfulness. Bless his holy name. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We exalt the name of Lord. We thank God for through his word we have been able to find grace to see the things that have been locked up, the mysteries of ages. It's been spoken to us in word. I'm just going to give a short charge. Just something that is stirred in my heart. As I was listening to prayer and also as the worship was going on, you know, the time of ministering song was going on and we are talking about healing the lamb. I was just mindful of where we were this time 12 months ago. 12 months ago, we were talking about the good shepherd. You know, we are talking about the good shepherd and who that person of the God it is. Then we went on to, in, in, in January, we were talking about the father and the son. We have come now to beholding the lamb. And it's not by mistake God has led us this way. It is not by what? It's not by mistake that God has led us this way. And as we were praying and stuff, I had cause to just reflect on Revelation 22. What was just stirring in my heart? So that he has been sharing about truth and truth. 
Just in Revelation 6, I just read some verses. Turn to John after probably. And he said unto me, verse 6, These saints are faithful and true. The Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servant the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saints of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then he saith unto me, See thou doest it not, for I am thy fellow servant. And behold, of thy brethren the prophets, of them that keep the saints of this book, worship God. And he saith unto me, Seal not the saints of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is just, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is where? With me. To give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter through the gates of the city. For without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters, and whosoever love it and make it a lie. And I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify these things to the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star, and the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book of the prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testify these things saith, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so. Come Lord Jesus. I read this because, um, as Pastor Jeff was saying, we need to have great expectation in our hearts as we come to these meetings. And it's very possible that we, you know some scriptures that talk about beholding the Lamb. And therefore, you could come before the Lord's table with a sense of familiarity or with wrong expectation. And you may not find entrance. It says without. You know, sometimes we, I love those scriptures like verse 15, because I see my fallen state. There are many people who are often outside the gates of the city, but the mercy to enter is he who finds mercy to move from beyond these states that they describe as dogs. I remember in, in Beacon, I think it's the second or third day, I just heard an impression in my spirit. The Lord said, a door has been opened to you. It is almost like I ignored everybody, everything after that moment. Because those, impression, those moments, they are when they describe there are two on the house stop and one is taken and one is left. If you miss those moments, you could still look around and see people. You could still open your ears and you're hearing words. But some are taken into a realm of understanding and some are not. I'm not here to open revelation to you. I'm just helping you to posture your heart well to partake of the meals that we're going to hear. It is not because you know King James. 
It is not because you feel you're more skilled than the person on the scripture projection. You know the scripture that, that he is looking for or mommy may need. That is not what gives you entrance. I greet the elder in the house. Father, sorry for not acknowledging you. I greet you. I greet you, Ma. You know, um, as I saw him as I was coming in, you know, I remember a time at a roundabout, I was driving Reverend K about six years ago, and he said, Ah, oh, Hans, your father is a CEO, he's a wise man. And he said it to me last night again. And thank God I was able to hear it at a different level. You see, when you see the age sitting among you, you don't understand the work God has done inside of them. It's like Dr. Lamy. It takes something to sit under. You read Caleb and Joshua and you just think, hey, those guys crossed the river, they they took hill country. That was 40 years divide at least between those two souls. They are fulfillment of Matthew 18 to become like little children. So, Father, I thank you. Thank you for fellowshipping with us and may God reward you with all of himself. So there are certain postures of the heart that allow you to find entrance into the gate of God's kingdom. I cried for many years. I cried for many years. Because that same thing I said about mommy and daddy, I couldn't say. I was saying, God, why is this thing bothering me? I had a lot of pride built up inside of me, and I couldn't find an entrance. Every time I came to the gate of the kingdom of God being painted, mommy, I just couldn't enter. Something inside of me just was too encumbrant to pass in. But when they warned me in Beacon 23 in London, I found God mercy. It's almost like I, I felt the weight lifted from my shoulder. I felt childlike. I can't paint it in words to you. But as real as faith in Jesus is, I knew I entered a different faith. I knew I found mercy. And I have searched. I know the different junctions where these things have happened in my life. They don't happen every day. They are Nicodemus moments. Where the witness of God, whether you come by night or by day, and the witness of God comes to you. If you can't die and be born again. If you can't use the technology of faith to find access. They will say, behold the Lamb, as they have said in John 1. And you will not behold anything. You will just hear words. You will just know that this is Jesus who probably is the Christ. Let's go John 1, verse 29. So we saw, if you go back to verse 20, you see the same thing we were reading in Revelation 22. And they asked him, what then art thou Elias? And he said, I am not. Art thou that prophet? And he said, no. Then he said unto them, who art thou? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. What sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. And he said, as said the prophet Isaiah. And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said unto him, Why baptizest thou then, if thou be not the Christ, nor Elias, neither that prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. For he it is who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latcheth I am not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Betaraba, beyond Jordan, when John was baptizing. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith what? Behold, the Lamb of God, 
which taketh away the sin of the world. This is of whom I said, after me cometh a man, which is preferred before me, and he was before me. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, I come baptizing with water. If you go down to verse 33, and I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said unto me, upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. And I saw and bear record that he is the Son of God. So in January, we were hearing about the Father and the Son. We were hearing about the Good Shepherd before. This lamb is what they talk about, I think, in Revelation 5. So he moved from Jesus, he became the Christ, he became, you know, we go through the Son of God. But when he's sitting, they said, God and the Lamb in the throne. Who they describe in the throne? God and the Lamb. Not God and the servant. Not God and Jesus. Not God and the Good Shepherd. So God has taken us through a curriculum of the last 12 months to bring us to a place to see him, see his person sitting in a place. And Reverend has been talking about that which is truth. I feel we have found mercy. We have found what? Mercy. To behold their persons. As Reverend said in London just a week ago or so, he's saying whether there are seven persons or there are a hundred or a thousand, a million, their ways make up their being. He was using the arm to say there are many. And they are bringing the vista of who they are very close to us. Not just for a wonder. Reverend was explaining to me, I met a young lady. Is it Yanu you said? What's the name? Wonder. They're not just bringing them for them to be a wonder. It is a wonder to behold, but also to what? Become. They are beholding the Lamb, not just for us to wonder, but for us to become. That's why we need mercy in these meetings, to hear and appropriate the grace that they are releasing. God will not waste time. He will not what? He will not waste time in buffeting his servants for years. Those present and those who will be ministering from us afar. So, Paint these things clearly to us, just for us to have knowledge. Reverend K did a mighty work in London. He said, look, knowledge is onto something. It is not an end in itself. It's a theory to bring you to an expected end. We are to come to the living God. So when they are beholding the lamb who is seated on the throne, that final destiny of that person. You know, John said in John 1, at the beginning of that thing, he said the word, it became flesh. But he didn't stay there. And I thank God that these things that were written there, Pastor Uzo said, and we could not see them. These things, just, we read them and we heard them and we thought, we just love faith in Jesus. We look forward to just to go to heaven. But what we are seeing now through the painting of these things, through the servants of God, is that there is a destination that is ours to have. But souls must find mercy. Souls must find mercy. And God is going to help us over the next coming days to listen with great expectation. I like to talk to people like myself, privately, but also in times like this. Because I know spirits of the air fighters. You'll be seated wherever you are, or standing wherever you are, and things will say, that is for them. That is for Pastor Toppe and Pastor Jeff. They could cut revelation. That is for Reverend Helen, Reverend K, Pastor Emek and stuff. You are not excluded from coming into this love feast. Time has been allotted so that many could come into this. So I want to ask God for help. I want us to pray and ask God for help. There are many things to be said. I'm not the person to say them. 
But what I want to do is to with you sit and receive grace from heaven. All these stirrings in my soul. I take example from Pastor Toppy and all these people. We are not raised to tear revelation. Things that we understand, we only understand them in part. But God has raised servants. And in the spirit of giving a charge, I want to be able to ask for mercy. That the posture of our hearts will remain very alert. Very what? Very alert in the spirit. So that these things that are true, will, this knowledge will bring us into truth. That we will become like the sun. We'll gaze upon the sun and we'll desire to have their persons expressed inside of us. In this day when these things were written and these things were being declared, even John, very the John the Baptist, who they sent to declare these things, he then writes and said to his disciples, are you the one? Not so. Are you the one or is there another to come? It's not impossible for you to have unbelief. Even when you believe that something is supposed to happen, even when you are heralding it, it is not impossible for unbelief to visit your heart. But by God's mercy, we could find grace to believe to the salvation of our souls. We want to keep believing until salvation of our soul is secure. Father, I don't take this moment lightly. I stand in awe, God, of the ministering help that you have sent to visit us today. I thank you, God, for your servants that you have raised. I take example from all my pastors and parents in the Lord to come under so that you can exalt yourself and exalt your word in our hearing. Father, help us to all decrease. Help pride to decrease. Help even the work of sin and iniquity that seek to condemn us to decrease. Show us the finished work of the Lamb that was rotted to deal with sin so that the seals can be opened. And that that which is in the volume of the book can become visible to our souls. Father God, thank you for knowing that is inside of you. Thank you for salvation that is in the Lamb. Thank you for the first step of faith that we were able to take towards your throne. Father, thank you for this long journey, O oh God, of faith. Father, we are praying for help both here and separated across the globe. That in this day of your grace, O oh God, we will become those things that you are saying. Father, we are praying for your servant, that he will not despair things that are beautiful to hear. Father God, but as he reveals the life, Father, we will find help to become it. I thank you for the dead processes inside of him. Father, I look at how he died again, even in London. To capture these things that are easy to disseminate. And Father God, he admonishes us to write these things down. He admonishes us to be sober. Father, I'm praying, oh Lord God, that our next allotment of grace will be given to him. Amen. I thank you for finding him faithful. And I hope, oh God, that grace will be allotted again even today. Amen. 
to declare from heaven those things that have been said. Father John the Baptist was mighty and declared in his day that upon him whom you see the dove descending and ascending, he is the one, O God. And we thank you, God, that in this day, your servant have been raised and he is declaring those things that he's hearing from heaven. Thank you for the record that he bears of your word that is truth. Thank you, O God, that you, the living God, has been revealed in the hearts of men. Father, I pray that we will find grace to hear him. Father, I lift up every soul in this room. I pray, O God, that distraction will be eased. I pray that winds of thoughts, winds, thoughts, cares, will be silenced. Father, I thank you, God. Even just recently, you painted, oh God, you said, thoughts are like matter in the spirit. Father, we pray, oh God, that all these things that exist, that seeks to prevent the building of this house, this home, for you to dwell the eternal God. I pray, oh Lord God, that these thoughts will be stilled. You will teach us how to have heavenly thoughts. You will teach us to have heavenly expectations. You will go beyond the limitation, O God, of all of our language. Whatever is our dialect, whatever is the language of our soul, I pray, O God, that you will lift our understanding beyond, O God, the limitation of words. I pray, O God, that revelation will come from heaven. I pray, O God, that we will not be dull of hearing in this day of your speaking. I pray that the eyes and the ears of our soul will be open to that which is being said. Father, I thank you for giving life and giving it more abundantly. Father, your word said that we should come. Father, we come to eat of the tree of life. We come to drink, oh God, of the river of life. Father, our souls are thirst and we shall, oh God, Partake of that which you are given. Father, I stretch my prayers, O oh God, to those back in Lagos, to those back in UK, to those in Austria, to those in the Americas, to those in Poland, to those wherever they are across the globe. Father, I thank you, O oh God, that we have not gathered in the flesh, but in the spirit. Father, I know that their portion is to share in these things. Father, I thank you for the privilege to be among your saints in this room hearing oh God but even as we give attention and even as the charge and the prayer and the very prayers that went before this meeting oh Lord God we are praying oh God God for help let the spirit of prophecy erupt in every room let it be amplified across every earphone let it invade every space father let none feel oh God that they cannot share in this heavenly portion let every soul, O oh Lord God, be like that Canaanite woman. Let them eat of the crumbs, O oh God. Let them receive. Let no one be cut off. Amen. Father, thank you for your divine help. Thank you for ministering spirits which you have sent before us, O oh God. 
Let your servant find great help to partner with the grace that they bring. We thank you for his sobriety. God, as we gaze upon his conversation, as he ministers together with ministering help, let us receive the reward of heaven. Let us, oh God, not come to strife the work of the Holy Spirit in the, on our midst. Father, we have come to a holy mountain. A mountain of your speaking. A mountain of your presence. You have called us and said, come to behold the Lamb. Father, we thank you. Even as our souls partake, we will have gladness in our heart. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Oh, thank you. Thank you, God, for these seals. Let's just go to Revelation 5. It is not a vain thing for men to imagine, to desire, to look into the seals. Amen. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. This is the same John. John the Beloved, yeah? No, John the Baptist now. John the Beloved who was talking about John the Baptist. And in Revelation 5, he said, And behold, and I beheld and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb. Now, in, all, in the chapter before, this lamb was invisible to him. But by grace and mercy, he was able to behold this lamb. This lamb and God that sits in the throne. Stood a lamb and it has been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And if we fast forward down to verse 12, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is who? The lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing now for many years i thank god for salvation because it got me to heaven or it got me to escape hell all these words just seem like things i could do without you know the things the lamb possess are things that are just get me here just get me there but by god's mercy we are not just using the lamb for our own means as a place of escape Israel did that for many years. But we have found mercy to desire these things and these things are being opened to us. And he said, and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sit on the throne and unto the lamb forever. Now, this is the destination we'll all come to. Reverend said it in London. He said, 
you don't know how God will do it, but in the end, this soul of ours, everything will open up. And we'll just understand it all clearly. But we have a technology now of faith to access these things. Let me just use a, a very trivial example to explain it. In this room, I mean, some of you are more technical than I. You are learned. There are frequencies that are in this room. Your mobile phone could trap them. Not so. I could talk to my wife if I just press some numbers on that thing. And I could connect to hear her speaking from there. In this day of God's grace, our spirits are like a transmitter that is being opened to communicate with our soul things that they are saying from heaven. We use the technology of faith, but we are able to connect to things that before time was just floating around the ether. And our souls were not connecting with them at all. But now we have found grace not just to believe, to send telegram, but grace to interact with these heavenly things. And that's what God through his servant is helping us by these words that are being painted. We are found, we are those who they call blessed. Jesus said, blessed are because they have been revealed to babes and to suckling. That is who we are in the spirit. Our spiritual transmitters are being awoken to hidden mysteries and truths for us to become. So Father God, we pray, O oh God, that our souls will be lifted up to the realm that is spiritual. You will deliver us from carnal thoughts. You will deliver us from the spirit of advantage. You will deliver us from every puffed up desire. That these things that you're going to release are not for us, our advantage, but it's for your glory to be shunned throughout the earth. It's for the water of your life to cover the earth as natural water covered the seas. Father, these things were spoken as an example. You are the new wine. You are the new wine. Father, thank you, O oh God, for those things that we saw in an image, these things we saw in a shadow. Father God, thank you for raising a seed. Thank you for raising a nation called Israel. But thank you, O oh Lord God, that this is now being given to all at large. Father, we pray, O oh Lord God, that we will not draw back. Father, I pray, O oh God, as you paint the mystery of beholding the Lamb, that our souls will not draw back and reject that which is being unveiled from heaven. Father, I say that every feebleness, every profane spirit of Esau that will say, what good is this to me anyway? Everything that will say, these are four wasted days. Let us just go back to our life. Father, we will not draw back to perdition. But we will continue in this most holy faith. We will follow this way. We'll come to the end of this journey, God. Father, help us. Help us. Heal every infirmity of our soul. We ask for healing. We ask for healing. I ask for healing and I ask for help. Father, even the unbelief that still exists in me, even the things that are beyond my words to ask for, we pray in the Spirit that great utterance will be made from within us, O oh God. 
to beckon you to come. Help us to decrease. 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 Ayado. As I conclude, I've probably said it many times, I don't apologize for saying it again. Guard your hearts between the sessions. Don't just think you will slip on Monday morning. I'm not saying don't have fun with each other. Love the brethren. But don't let your gist in. You know, Paul had to warn the Corinthians also. Communion on the Lord's table came to a thing that they just took frivolously. Amen? Don't let your gist in between the meetings cause these things to slip. You don't have to keep your face like mine. But be sober. I told you, I, you know, I, have my, I know what I, the years I have lost it. I've lost. Reverend Ellen, I played with this thing. I'm that rascal. Prophecies, I don't, you know, I've heard them many a time. I used to wake up in church and people prophesying with me. So I, I, I don't, prophecies don't excite me. But when I see God, I don't play with it. I know one time I was very trife with this thing that is on my life. And the voice of God was silent in my hearing. You know, you hear 400 years God didn't speak to Israel and you think, are they not okay? When the voice of God comes still in your hearing, you know that you have lost something. So between these sessions, don't play. Don't let today's what, Wednesday? Thursday could pass and you not know you wake up back on Friday but you have missed something that's something you miss it could be one year one month it could be 10 years of your life before you catch it again so I'm not telling you to keep your face straight and don't talk to people but when you hear these things let's, let's take notes let's go over them let's pray on them Let's be reverent in the times of preparing, in the times of prayer. Be faithful. Be here on time. That might be the only window for your soul to find mercy, to be aligned. Don't be gisting in the corridor outside. I don't know why I'm like this. I feel like I'm always giving warning, but I don't apologize. If that's my only portion. There's this pastor. I don't know his name. I think he's Lebanese. I met him in 2017. I saw him again in 2018. I love him. He stands just outside Faith Plaza and while the meeting is going on, he beckons people to get inside. But I thank God for him. That is a voice like John the Baptist. If that is his only you know, to warn you to go into that room and, and listen. And if that's my only portion in this meeting, to say be sober and watchful. I have found a great opportunity in the spirit. Amen. I sit as a child among you. And we are going to hear from God's servant.